We hear often of that Chinese curse, don't we? May, may you live in interesting times. And as we move through these interesting times on the planet, I talk to some people who seem, it seems as though their lives are so utterly complicated. And friends, what do we do in our lives that inspires complication? I, I know that there have been many times in my life when it seemed like the straightforward path went to the left, and so I studiously turned my head to the the right and, and that doesn't mean that there's life is going to move in a straight line and nor do we want it to but nor do we want undue complications if we are deciding to move without a plan ever without even attempting to understand ourselves our motivations our our aspirations and and even more deeply and more simply our inspirations. Friends, what breathes life into us? To inspire means to breathe life into. And so from where do you get your inspirations? When I look back over the landscape of my life, there were many times that I did not even think about what was inspiring me to act. I had no idea what I would choose if I were given a choice. I was constantly reacting. I was I was constantly responding to the world acting upon me instead of being the one who was a little bit out in front of it. And let me describe what I mean by being out in front of what's coming. There are times we can feel a little tap on our shoulder, can't we? I know last fall, my husband and I were preparing for our big move to Mexico. We were getting our residency ready and we were anticipating selling our house, but we weren't anticipating selling the house until the spring. And there were many, many influences that told us that the spring was the right time, but something started to tap on my shoulder, didn't it? And it felt like anxiety. And my husband calls it hitting the panic button, but I didn't really. I, I had him and my daughter and I sit down together and we got out the flip chart and we started writing down notes and, and, and making points. And at the end of that long discussion with all of our points and our arrows and our multicolored markers, the three of us came to a conclusion. So it wasn't exactly hitting the panic button, but I did feel inspired to act. And so we did. We, we utterly changed our plan. Well, not utterly. I guess we just moved it up by about six months. And now we're grateful we did. So friends, what do you get out the flip charts and the colored markers for? And, and who is your little group that you sit down with and you, you perhaps meditate over your plan with and you discuss and you equally share your thoughts and, and your aspirations and you decide this is, this is a way to move forward? Because unless and until we have a conversational group, we'll call it, some, some group of people that we can trust to be open-minded enough to accept what it is that we can say is bothering us or influencing us enough that we may feel despair almost if we don't sit down with them to hash things out. Certainly at times in my life in the past, I've been so, we'll call it bullheaded, that I needed to independently make my decisions. And now I'm finding with a, a trusted core group, it makes life's decisions much easier because we can breathe easy when we know we have the influence of trusted people acting upon us. And so who is your trusted group, friends?
And they don't need to be your husband or your daughter. They can be friends. They can be spiritual advisors. They can be teachers, mentors. But we need to have a sounding board of sorts, don't we? And I I would not suggest either that we hand our decision-making over to people other than ourselves. We need to listen to ourselves, our own internal dialogue first. Had I not seen a change in my internal dialogue, I would not have known to, to, to gather the quorum together, would I? I? I had to hear that change in my internal dialogue. I had to hear something saying, Tracy, these are indicators. These are indicators for you that something seriously needs to be reconsidered here. And as I look over the landscape of my life, had I sat down with a trusted core group, perhaps I could have changed times in my life that got very painful. When I just simply reacted to what other people were doing or changing around me. We must decide within ourselves as we go forward in change, we must decide on a breath by breath, step-by-step basis, where we find our most trusted information. And I would suggest one, two, or maybe three sources. First, within. I must know how to move into quiet time within my own mind, my own spirit, my own soul, my own heart. And if that is meditation, so be it. If that is yoga, so be it. If that is walking in nature, so be it. But we must be able to still the internal chatter long enough to be able to hear that quiet voice of the observer. And what is this thing, the observer? Well, I would suggest to you that it is, it is that thing that never leaves us. We have known it since our earliest days. And we will know it within ourselves until the day we feel spirit leave body form. And if you do not know the voice of the observer or the feeling when the observer speaks or even moves within you, I suggest you now ask for it. Say today, observer, my personal observer, help me to see you. Help me to hear you. Help me to understand my voice within. Because that is the source of our true wisdom, isn't it? The the source of the inspiration, the filter, if you will, as we move through life. And so once we learn to at least hear the tap on the shoulder of our inner observer, who do we turn to then, friends? We must be ready to act if we feel that our inner observer in peace and in the comfort of our own quiet time is giving us direction and wisdom that can be trusted even more so than those around us. Because let's get down to it, friends. There are times in our lives when we really have no one else, aren't there? Those We talked about this in a previous episode, those moments of childbirth. And, and let's face it, when we, mo- me, when we face the moment of death, we die alone, ultimately. We move to the other side with simply the voice of our inner observer in our hearts, our spirits, and our souls. 
And so our inner observer, I would suggest, is connected to something greater than us outside of ourselves and separate indeed from our little group. This powerful inner connection that is leading us to some sort of divine source. And and you can define that for yourself, but I encourage you to make the effort to do so if you have not done so yet in your life. Find some sort of divine source of wisdom that exists outside of yourself. And if you access that in prayer, if you access that again in meditation, if you access that through books that you have read or courses that you have taken, learn more about it. Understand it from all sorts of angles. Make sure that this spiritual guiding force stands true for you. Don't simply take some institution's word for it or or a book's word for it or a video's word for it. Get to know it for yourself. And ask for this divine guidance when it's time for you to make a change in direction in your life. And how will you know when that time comes? Well, like my husband said, you may hit, hit the panic button like I did. Something just doesn't feel right about the plan that you've been moving forward on. And we're all faced with uneasy times, make no mistake. That doesn't mean we need to immediately turn to the left when we've been moving to the right or straight forward. But there will come a time when you understand that something just doesn't feel right here. And understand then what it feels like to move within and move within. Take your quiet time. Acknowledge your spiritual source and allow it to define for you some sort of guiding influence. You will hear it. You might hear it underscored in a song on top of the work that you are doing privately, or you may hear it, you know, a few lines in a movie that helps to underscore it in, an, in a synchronistic, synchronistic fashion. You may understand it through words in a gift that is given you from a friend or your trusted group. And then you must put all the pieces together. And I, I assure you, taking a flip chart and colored markers and, and putting it up on a board or a wall is not a bad idea. Sometimes we need to take ourselves outside of ourselves and really look at it in a clear, straightforward fashion. When we do that, we can follow the path, can't we? We can see the flow of our logic because you will always feel the emotional influence that influenced you in that moment, but it also helps to have the logic laid out. And so friends, look around your life today. Is there something that's tapping at your shoulder? Is there perhaps a change of direction that's calling to you? And maybe that change of direction is simply to find your inner guidance, to connect with your inner observer. 
Or maybe that is understanding that I need to gather a trusted group of one or two or three friends or relatives or loved ones that will help me in this moment of uncertainty to reassess my actions and my path going forward. Because simply reacting to what is acting upon us is creating a reenactment in our lives. And what do I mean by that? That might have been things that our first family did to us or through us that cause us to act out in hurt or pain or anger or sadness. A, a, a path that doesn't feel totally authentic to me. And I know when I reach my dying day, my last breath, and I'm understanding that this walk was for me, through me and by me on planet Earth, that it was me, Tracy, who orchestrated it. You did well in hearing from all different sources of information, inspiration, definition, and most importantly, personal observation. Take a moment to look within, friends. Understand who you are on planet Earth. Because who are you? You are powerful beyond measure. You, go, you grow in wisdom with every footfall. Every breath is a song if you allow it to feed your spirit. And so friends, go forward today. Understand that as we choose to align with our inner observer, the orchestration of our wisdom, of our path, of every footfall becomes a beautiful musical experience. And so friends, enjoy it, relish it, and observe it today. Within ourselves, we have the absolute perfect conductor of our orchestra. We understand absolutely who we are. And so never doubt that you know your song. Because who are you? You are the orchestrator of your melody. As long as you allow yourself the freedom to express your inspiration, what breathes life into you, your observations, what grows wisdom within, and your orchestrations, the music you have put together to accompany your work on planet Earth. Because who are you? You are divine. Who are you not?